Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die. It's been forever, or at least it feels like it has. Well, except Masood. Masood and I hang out all the time, but everybody else, I've missed you. <laughs> Carlos, how was the move? And I ask you this so you have an opportunity to talk about it before Masood derails the conversation when you start talking about reality TV. <laughs> how was your uh, move? How's it going? It was It was good. It was good. We, uh, we moved last Wednesday, uh, and... We packed everything ourselves and we, it was really cool because like I did, it was my first grown up move. Like all the other moves before this were like, Hey, are you free next week? Uh, I, I really want to hang out. Psych. You're going to help me move. This is my first grown up one where like I had a company come and like move all my stuff cross country and they picked up my car and they moved that. And like, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm in, a very empty. Uh, yeah, I can see you're you're living that glamorous that glamorous uh, West Coast life. You have stairs yeah. in your house, which is you've changed, That's Carlos. Stairs. You've changed. I, I love it so much. Uh, I love having stairs. No, I, <laughs> uh, I don't care at all. I lived on the third floor, so uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I don't have anything right now. Like right now, I am streaming. This is my my phone inside a box hell yeah <laughs> you know, like the wall is right here <laughs> i just look very ridiculous uh but yeah it's cool like i'm in a new area like i was telling uh these guys that i get up in the morning and i go for a run now like i haven't run in my god you're so california now forever. it happened a one week I, it's all it took I, I, well this is this is the thing though like about habits like you have to like it's it if you change one thing, if you want to get rid of a habit, you should add another one, right? So, like, I got rid of Chicago. I got rid of that bad habit. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, need, I, need, I need to replace. Oh, I'm sorry. Are any of you guys from Chicago? Because I heard it sucks. Uh, <laughs> what a heel turn. Instantly. You've changed, man. You've just changed. Change. What are you going to juice bars now? <laughs> Things yeah, I previously professed to like, day. I now hate. This is <laughs> the happiest cool hipster I, moment I, of my life. I go for a run, and it's like, and when I go for a run, I'm literally at like uh, the entrance to a trail up a mountain. So what I'll do is like I'll hike up a mountain in the morning and like see the gorgeous city, and I'm just like, oh, I love it. And then I have to go back to this empty apartment that makes it look like I'm in train spotting. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I always like I was like that first couple of weeks of living in a new place uh, where you don't really know the neighborhood. And I do a ton of just like walking around and taking photos yeah. and stuff. So I get bored with the neighborhood I live in. The circle has to just keep widening until I'm like 45 minutes away from my house, just looking for something I haven't looked at a thousand times. So that yeah. initial period of like everything is new and I have no idea where anything is or what's going on is a pretty it's a pretty nice time. I like it quite a lot. It's so good. Like I really like I did a lot of research uh like i came out here and met a like uh was shown a lot of apartments before we settled on this one and it's so good because like there's literally a um grocery store on the corner like a big ass grocery store like on the corner so i can just like walk there whenever i want uh and i didn't think that was going to be such a huge game changer but Mm. it is guys it is (laughs) um so that's the exciting thing i'm 
really excited. The adult stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No cool toys. I don't have any cool toys. Grocery store in an empty <laughs> apartment. <laughs> yeah, grocery store in an empty apartment. This is what you have to look forward to, people. Have you managed to do a cartwheel yet? Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I did a cartwheel with a master like I, I Serena teaching you. Serena. I know, right? <laughs> I can, I can do a car. I'll do a cartwheel after the break. How uh, about that? Stay, stay tuned. Do you remember the preparatory hop? Do. <laughs> do you remember to hop before you do it? You have to hop. <laughs> yeah. she, that's the thing. Like Serena's not very snooty or snotty about anything, but for whatever reason, she thought it was so funny that she was just like, can you do a cartwheel? And I was like, I'm like that's a weird question i'm like no i can't like i was just i was like no i can't she's yeah. like really you can't do a cartwheel blah 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 i'm like making fun of me and our apartment was empty and uh she's like i'm gonna do one and i just took out the phone i'm like let's see this perfect fucking cartwheel mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever seen the episode of the office where creed does a cartwheel <laughs> it was exactly the same <laughs> i knew it seemed Google. familiar to me yeah <laughs> i show creed yeah. doing a cartwheel it's exactly there is, the there is something so satisfying about about that feeling of having someone brag about a thing and then totally prove that their bragging was was pointless that it meant nothing that like <laughs> hold my beer and they immediately burst into flames like <laughs> yeah i showed that video to my husband and he was like oh my god and i was like yeah watch for the moment when she realizes that she's terrified of being upside down uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, first was- day i i switched high schools between my sophomore and junior year and i went to like a famous performing arts high school uh for the rest of my high school the first day of movement class Candy Brown is her name. She walked in with a whip <laughs> and she, she demanded that we do cartwheels across the floor. And I didn't know how to do cartwheels. Wait, and she plural? Like, God, theater, theater school is a trip. Like, multiple yeah. ones across the floor. Nah. And I didn't know how to do them and she made me cry. That was wow. And this was class. And this was your teacher? High school. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, did yeah. You, but like, did you end up learning them for the final? <laughs> <laughs> I did have to learn how to do cartwheels. There was oh, also a day, you? Adam, you'll like this one, where they turned all the lights off and we had to sit there with our arms out and call out for our parents. <laughs> it was like accessing an inner emotional truth to be wanted. I'm sorry, Kate, Kate, Katie May, I think what you're describing might not have been high school. I think instead you, we were, uh, you were in a Scientology uh, cult. Oh, I, so. I needed a therapist. I think, yeah, (laughs) you need to be careful. How are your Satans doing? Jonestown High School? Yeah. I was so... It's weird. Tom Cruise came and gave the speech (laughs) at my graduation. We shouldn't be making fun of Scientology. Carlos is in their their zone of influence now, so... Let's just we gotta keep... be worried about that kind of thing. That's right. Guys, it's fine. There's just a Church of Scientology along his run. He stops <laughs> playing the morning. <laughs> I was so sure that you were gonna finish that sentence with "Give Goku your energy," and you didn't. <laughs> and I'm actually a little disappointed. Like I, I didn't go... expect to be, but I am. <laughs> Chat. It was a bullwhip. Just so you know, like an Indiana Jones sure style. Big, yeah. That's the worst thing. She was one of the original Fosse dancers, so I guess you just can't. (laughs) That's not an excuse to be mean to children. (laughs) Oh, for sure not. (laughs) Uh. Are you trying to drown that child in a sewer? 
Shut up, officer. I went to the Juilliard. (laughs) (laughs) It's not child endangerment. It's art. (laughs) But like, okay, so this actually brings up a good a good point. Um, Ten years from now, what will people be referencing as like in their career? That, that like allows them to carry a bull whip around, you know, like mm. I was in crossroads with Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I did Jace Bellerin must die. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Uh, yeah, we were on the frontier of, of streamed actual plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yeah, it is a strange thing to imagine though that like, yeah, what, what what will you be known for? What will be the thing that you use as your excuse to behave badly in the future when you're like 80? Yeah. You can't yeah. talk to me like that. I was fill in the blank, and that's that's yeah. your life's purpose now. Good. I drank a lot of kombucha when I was young. <laughs> Choices <laughs> were made. I drank a lot of kombucha when I was young. <laughs> it's like the flower child thing. Mm. It's like, look, it was the 70s. Yeah, it's like lead look, poison. Yeah, it's like, like just, look, it was the 2020s. We drank kombucha willingly. I was I was listening to a, I was listening to a podcast a little while ago that was talking about how they think that the reason why there were so many serial killers in the 70s was because of all the lead in the air because of gas. So like sometimes those things are actually an excuse for for these things. It was like it's just Man. there are certain things that we didn't know at the time and now we know and. Man, white people get away with the craziest stuff. Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're breathing, so it's okay that we're killers now. I think it, it wasn't. It is weird. Right? I don't think it was so much. I don't think it was so much like it's okay. It was more like we made a horrible mistake and poisoned everybody. Thank God yeah, we're not doing I, that anymore. I just, I just think it's so funny. But it is funny. There's also like a million black people that went to work on time. <laughs> yeah, right. It's then, like watching the, the Joker yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like watching Joker and being like, I guarantee there's a black man somewhere in this town that's got it 10 times worse than you, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> He's not putting on clown makeup and killing people. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a really good speaking of of that that exact situation. There's a really good uh, video someone made of the filming of that dancing on the stairs scene. And he's clearly just at work in his office, which happens to be next to them filming it. And he's filming it. His his voiceover for it is so good. He's just like, what the fuck craziness is this? What are they doing out there? What is going on here? And then he gets some of his friends. They come and they're like. What's this guy doing? What are they doing? It's really good. Perfection. What's this nonsense? I'm so glad that I live in a part of the country that nobody wants to come to. It's amazing. Even the movie Elizabethtown wasn't filmed here. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's about the city I live next to. Yeah, no, you can't can't film a movie about the place in the place unless that place is New York. Otherwise, you have to go elsewhere. And even sometimes if it's New York, it's really Chicago. So it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, Masood, I promised that you'd have an opportunity. Please. What What have you been watching, Masood? Thank Can you. I Thank guess? you. Can I guess? Oh. Is it Love is Blind? It is Love is Blind. Yes. Oh, how did I know? Oh, oh, I hate it. it. I, was, I was planning on talking about it. And I, oh. see, I didn't watch it. So you guys have to tell me I'm good for not watching it. No, <laughs> no, no. If no. you actually watched it, I will watch it. And so we Please watch it. It's, it's, it's okay. everything you want. It's equal parts, 90 Day Fiance, 
love at first sight and all the trash you've been wishing to consume um it is so good especially because afterwards i like i have these real strong feelings about hating uh certain individuals which is like nice to feel because then i immediately went to twitter and i was like oh good i'm not alone on this hate for this vitriol i'm feeling uh it is very heteronormative i'm just gonna put that out there um yeah, that that is the biggest downside, I think, to it. Uh, but the rest of it. So what's the premise? So <laughs> too it's much another hetero nonsense. <laughs> it's too much hetero nonsense. Um, way you know how the circle was inadvertently a social experiment. These people yeah. from the get go are like, this is an experiment where if people enter these, like they do speed dating with a, a collection of people, like a, a huge selection of women and a huge selection of men, speed date together. But when they meet, they are in two different rooms that are separated by a thin wall. And so they have to talk to each other through this wall to get to know one another. And then at the end of five days, they, they have get to, to guess de- who was blind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's sounds, the twist. It yeah. sounds like it's the same. What's that? What was that dating show from the 60s where everybody was behind the wall and they were like, yeah, contestant was, number three, if you were a tree. The dating game? The dating, it's called it's dating game? Dating. Yeah. It's basically the dating game. I always like love that, that show game. because of the way that they were forced to answer the questions where it was like, whatever the question you were asked, you had to find a way to make it about sex. Where it was like, yeah. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? And they're like, um, a good at sex tree? (laughs) Oh, because they fuck the best. Yeah, Yeah, and she's just like, ah, yes. uh, I'd be a mighty oak, baby. (laughs) But that's only the first part of the show, guys. Afterwards. Okay, so they can't see each other, and then they they have to pick each other up. This is Netflix. No, no, no. Five days they chat. This is on Netflix. Five days they chat with one another. At the end of five days, you get to decide if you want to propose to the other person. And so, propose, and then their marriage, Carlos, not a business. Yeah, keep up, Carlos, keep up. Sorry. And then uh, they- A legal and financial commitment. (laughs) To Cancun, Mexico. Throughout this entire period, you're you're then in Mexico for like, uh, in Cancun with this other person for, I believe, like a week. So you get five days in the pods, a week in Cancun, Mexico, and then they give you your phones back and be like, now you have to live together. And guess what? In four weeks, you're getting married. There's a four-week fiat, <laughs> like, like engagement period. Are you allowed to bail out during that, those four weeks? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's Absolutely. not just like, you get, okay. You got it. But the I question mean, is, who does and who doesn't? And, like, who do you really see afterwards? Like, if you uh, get married, is there a prize or? The love of your life, Adam. Uh, that that doesn't sound like a prize to me. And exposure. You get a lot of exposure. Uh, yes. oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to plug your Instagram. Uh-huh. That's so it's so weird. I feel like they should just cut that four weeks and be like, you're getting married right now. Like right? you know, like I feel like the four weeks all, everyone would just bail out. They'd be like, All right, well, I took a uh-huh. guess and now we're gonna we're gonna try to get to know each other. I feel they like there'd be like no marriages. Evil. Yeah. Well I, th- well, I think that's part of the drama and the trash of it is seeing mm. these people like have these intense relationships start because all you're doing is having deep emotional conversations with the intent like extending per like the purpose of the conversation is are you a partner that i could marry and you're doing it in a closed environment for like five days so that's all you're thinking about that's all you're assuming from this individual and then you go with some way nice and wonderful where you don't have any stress and like all these other things where you can just like engage and like 
have sex with this person you've built this emotional connection to or don't have sex, which is its own drama filled nightmare. Uh, <laughs> drama filled. <laughs> uh, so, so here's, here's yeah. how I would make this show just a little bit better. Yes, um, Carlos said it. <laughs> I would be, I would be uh, having them meet with uh, psychologists at that time to rate how happy they are in the beginning when they're going through this dating, and then also how happy they are when they're together. Uh, and the person who has managed the most happiness uh, would win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I answer mean, an actual direct competition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like I do weird- kind of. I do kind of love that all of the things that used to happen in like the '60s in at Berkeley are now just TV shows. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got this idea for a show. We're gonna round a bunch of people up. We're gonna give them a ton of LSD, and then I don't know, just fuck with them and see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna call it MK Ultra. The show. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be backed by the CIA. It's gonna be a whole thing. It'll be really fun. <laughs> yeah. But I guess the thing is that's that's what makes it fun to watch, where you're just like, cool, I'm not them. Let's watch them fall apart. <laughs> Ooh. But then you get your the ones that you root for and the people you think were like I th- will you will any of you actually watch it? I'm I'm looking particularly at you, Kitty May. If you if you will sit down. I, I cool. Almost fine. watched it yesterday and <laughs> didn't, and now I have to because you are. And so now okay. we have to talk about it next week. So well, yes, I will next be watching. Week there will it. be 10 hours of content. We'll have been over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's seasonal affective disorder season. So yeah, yeah. more, more slop, please. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the people who are running this experiment are definitely people who are known for having long-term stable relationships. Correct? <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe so. And, or just producers for love at first sight, which is a life. It's okay. I, I know it's show. Nick Lachey. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nick and Vanessa Lachey are the hosts and they do nothing. Uh, <laughs> right. Why do I know that name? Who is he? Was he a Backstreet he- Boy? He was no. in 98 Degrees. Uh, ah, there you go. Jessica he Simpson. used to be married okay. to Jessica Simpson. They oh, had a, that guy. Okay. They yes, had a TV that show. Guy. Yes. That guy. The yeah. guy who has been routinely uh, defined by the people he has been married to or not married to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 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 Nick Lachey. Wow. I have like a perfect mental image of him. And I don't, no, you don't need that. I do, but not of how he looks now. Like, I, yeah, no, it's like his version of him. Yeah, I, I guarantee you're thinking of someone from Backstreet Boys. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, I like that idea that whoever I yeah. is actually someone else. And you're yeah. like, that's how it works like, with Nick Lachey. This is just Joey like, because I'm thinking of Nick Lachey, a person who was marketed specifically to my generation <laughs> and uh perceived gender and i know that i'm actually thinking of aj from backstreet boys yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair oh wait that's fair i'm sorry aj from insync yeah oh no you know what i was <laughs> the thinking other of, i was thinking of everyone in menudo at once that's who i was <laughs> it was all of the boys from menudo i know that's i'm what... thinking of young yes. phil collins <laughs> <laughs> Young Phil Collins is your new rapper name. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <sighs> yeah. So I have before we before we get started, I have something. Uh, we have a new feature in Roll Twenty that I know has an intended purpose, but we have to use it for a completely different one before we begin. So <laughs> the new the new uh, token markers have been have been rolled out, and you can use them for exciting and productive things in combat, like applying spell effects and showing who's got advantage and what have you. 
But as was pointed out to me earlier, uh, the best way to use these is to play a quick game of who's hot and who's not using <laughs> the new token marker. So yes. we're going to have to go through the characters we have on the board here and come to a bit of an agreement about each one. And now uh. some of these are going to be real easy. Others, I think there's going to be a bit of spirited debate. Uh, you just selected Jace on the screen, so that's a not. Yeah, Jace, Jace is not only a not, which we've indicated with the thumbs down symbol, <laughs> but also <laughs> we've added this little puking emoji to show just how much we hate his weird one a boob major shirt. Not. Yeah. Yeah. A, a major a not. Yeah, a major not. I believe the uh, the official name of this emoji is gag me with a spoon. Uh, and so, <laughs> yes. So that one's easy. Um, oh, you got a lot of hotties on here. Let's talk about mm. let's talk about Ral Ral Zarek, uh, bold mm. bold young inventor. Uh, he is no. uh, he is a, a mover and shaker, a bit of a rebel at the Is It League. What do we think, everybody? Is Ral I, Zarek hot or I, no hot? I have a, a weakness for silver streaks and hair, so for <laughs> me, that's hot. On mm -hmm. the other hand, I do not find Doctor Strange played by Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. So Fair. you see my You're dilemma. Right. That's all I've been picturing, and right. I didn't realize that until now. But he that does. Is what he I've does have big dick energy, so that's that's fine. That makes sense. <laughs> also, Ral to me throughout our entire time just feels like real middle management planeswalker energy. And <laughs> yeah. Do it for me. You know. He doesn't. Uh -huh. He doesn't feel very like assertive, even mm -hmm. though he really wants to be. He's got like a His real forgive yeah. me beta male energy. <laughs> Wow, his relationship, his relationship with Niv, his relationship with Niv Mazet does imply that he 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 is not. Uh, he's if you're looking for career ambition on like a traditional track, Ral might not be the boy for you, right? He he is kind of operating outside the league's uh, structures. Uh, he does have. We know he has a relationship, a positive relationship with Jace, which I think knocks him down a point or two. Mm -hmm. but, and he has um, a positive question mark relationship. He just with seems like the comic. type. That's just not gonna let me forget that he went to Yale. So I'm a no. <laughs> That's a no. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So we have, we have a thumbs. Yeah, we have a yeah. thumbs down from from yeah. <laughs> Katie May. Yeah, he definitely I, inherited yeah. his planeswalkerness from his dad. <laughs> yeah, he runs the dealership, right? He runs, yeah. Like, he he doesn't want to be there, but it's his mm -hmm. dad's dealership, and his dad's getting old, so now he yeah. runs it. Yeah, and he's also like trying to be a criminal on the set. I, I don't yeah, like I, yeah, I see. I see that he's kind of got a like a uh, Cillian Murphy in um, Inception vibe where he's like, I'm trying to make it on my own. It's like, you asshole, yeah. you have billions of dollars. Yeah. So like he and built he Cillian built his Murphy. his skills off of Niv Mazet and now he's trying to rebel against daddy. So, yeah, I, yeah. I feel that. Well, wait, hold on. I, he's, yeah. He thought but, he was going to be head of the fraternity because he was likable, but then he wasn't he's elected kind head of, of the fraternity and now he's mad. He's but the also, kind of yeah. person, he's the kind of person whose LinkedIn, Facebook, Tinder, and uh, Twitter profile picture are all the same. They're the same picture. I, I'm going to have to say it. The game is hot or not, though. It's true. Not, you're right. True. You are right. That's true. And well, right. Honestly, okay. So yeah, like, you're right. It's it's not attractive. It's not worthiness. Yeah. And honestly, he has great fashion sense, and that's a hot to me. Okay. All right. Okay. So we have one one in each. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with hot. Carlos going with hot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we got two two and one. So so what do you what do you think, Masood? I'm gonna I'm be the, the tiebreaker. I, 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 I guess. 
If yeah. I'm if I'm gonna be the tiebreaker, as much as I hate everything about his personality, I think I'm gonna have to yeah. go with hot. For it's Ralph. like yeah. you would be ashamed, but you'd still hit. That's it. fair. Yeah, fair. trophy boyfriend for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I, okay. It's like I, gets, I gets it. a thumbs up. It's definitely okay. a like. Think, don't tell anyone we're dating. I think our next one. I think our next one should be should be a, uh, a clean sweep. Uh, Liliana yeah, the it. necromancer. Hot, uh, yes. I think hot, hot across yeah. the board. Yeah, okay. Hot, like scary, but like scary hot. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 We're, not, oh, yeah. we're not measuring yes. types yep. of hot, but definitely. Right. Kill yeah. me, please, hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Queen of the little. Step death. on my face with your spiked boots, hot. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're in agreement on Liliana. That's an easy one. Okay, so let's talk about Judith. Uh, so hot mom, the mominatrix of the Rakdos cult. What do we think? Here, let me give you the let me give the art a little higher here. So, oh dang, hot! She's literally sitting on on her on her like hot dude uh, hot. parade. So okay, hot. we got a hot from hot uh, from TK. Is she wearing uh, the is she leg wearing cross? Or, like, yes, yeah. Yeah. an essential leg. Oh my cross. gosh, yeah. the horned headdress. Uh huh. Mm. What do you think, Carlos? Oh How, what are you what gonna weigh that? in on 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 Judith? The scourge diva. Do those horns work, though? Judith is a human being, so that's a hat that she's wearing. Those okay. aren't real horns. A dope hat. It is a dope hat, yes. Yeah. You believe she's just a human? Yeah. But in a world where <laughs> minotaurs are a thing, is it appropriative? <laughs> they don't look like minotaur horns. I think that they're in emulation of, of her dark master, Rakdos. Uh, she's also in oh, that case okay. spoken well, for. Yeah. So if that's a, a factor for you, uh, she is in a she's in a for committed relationship for with uh, <laughs> with her demon yeah, over. Because then it's like Rakdos, everyone in Rakdos isn't. Uh, I don't know. Like that is. Come on. <laughs> Serial monogamists, yeah, the Rakdos. <laughs> yeah. She is. She is down to torture for sure. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm gonna yeah. have to say not. What? Yeah. I appreciate it. I do think I do think that I do think I think she's she's a badass, but latex mom is not really my vibe either. So I will also say not. But unfortunately, Carlos, we are we are out. It sounds like we're outnumbered by the other three. And I think Judith Judith gets the hot Uh, pass. A tepid hot. Yeah, right. Like a tepid. A lukewarm. Yeah, like you know, like a little hot. I wonder if I I would still drink this tea. I wonder if I have an icon I can use as a lukewarm hot. I'll figure it out. Uh-huh. Like, I would drink this cup of tea, but I would not get into this bathtub. <laughs> there, that type mm. of hot. There we go. Good. So Sip hot, but with a like. Hmm. We're still thinking about it. All right. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Cool. If she kills Torgor, it's an instant hot. That's wow. The yes. thing, though. One hundred percent. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I'm glad we yes. all agree. Even hotter. Yeah. All right. So we only Breaks saw we only saw these two briefly at the yes. R- Ravnican equivalent of the Met Gala. Hot. Um, do we want to rank Teza and Kaya as a unit, or do we want to treat that we don't know them as individuals uh, yet? No. So. no individually, the other, hot from me. Yeah. I say individually because. Kaya is hotter than Teza, but if they are ranked together, is that like them as a couple? Yeah, I think we have to rate. I mean, what's their couple name? Uh, uh, Taya, Kaiza. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think this Kaiza? one. I think they get. I think they get a unit together. Yeah, yeah, then rather hot. than individual. Yeah, you think hot? I'd collectively hot then. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Kaya's hotness is enough to carry Teza's. Yeah, yes. that's what I was about to say. Lukewarmness. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kaya is definitely settling out of this relationship because I I feel like Teza doesn't have enough personality in her. Yeah, Teza Teza is definitely bringing like institutional benefit to the relationship, and in that she's yeah. like she's got all the power 
in in the org, but you know Kaya's got the power in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a nice that's a nice balance. All right, cool. Taza, you definitely like would take home to your parents yeah. for like holidays and Especially stuff. If your parents are vampires. Kaya. Kaya, you take home. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Thanks. Good. All right. So this them as a unit, we'll 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 give them we'll give them the go ahead on being hot. Excellent. All right. So here's a hard one. This is gonna be a tricky one because it's so tied to somebody else. Tomic. No, Tomic, distinguished hot. advocate, hot or not hot. He does not have hot. kind of like a biff from from Back to the Future look uh, about him. Uh, he's a lawyer uh, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna. I my personal vote is yeah, is exactly. not hot that's for Tom. I think Tomic's a no go. I'll be me. honest. You know what? He looks like Jake Paul. That's a not <laughs> hot for you, me. I th- I, he kind of, as I look at him, he looks like a, I don't know, a, 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 like a. Who, who's the Hermes? Was that the really fast god? And <laughs> yeah, like, yes. I'm getting that kind of yeah, vibe yeah. off him, and I'm like, but would you like put lean, him? Yeah. Look, look, look at our look at our hot and not hot charts. Yeah. <laughs> would you consider him to be? Liliana's peer in hotness. Oh, no, well, so good... here, here's an issue. We're, I mean, we're... hotness is a broad spectrum. You can right, be at the it's... bottom of hot or the top of hotness. Yeah, like, I don't think but... Liliana and Ral are the same level of hot. No. Oh, yeah, that's true. just like I, I don't think Tomic and Jace are the same level of not hot. I just think, oh, yeah, no. he's got like Dolph Lundgren like... face. And I just, I'm not boring. into it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You if could be with is... anyone. Why would you be with Tomic? <laughs> Is his quote trying to speak to me? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Some bend the law. I, I tie it in. into knots. I like bending. I like knots. Yes. Uh, you know what? You know, <laughs> fair. Look at all those scrolls. In look, his I've hand. even, I've even got a little, I've even got a little, little BDSM oh, icon. Oh, the DTF. Icon. Yeah, I can put yes, a little, yes, yes, a little yes. BDSM <laughs> icon on him there. Yes. I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So, and you know what? It's like, I, 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 I can appreciate. It, but it's not hot to me. Yeah, I think I think I'm leaning not towards hot. not hot. Yeah, he's not. Hot. I say he's yes, but hot. that's my opinion. I, I tried, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's not hot. All right, Tomic. Tomic is not hot. Ral yeah, is hot. He's he's my friend's like little brother who's like just hit puberty. He's yeah, hot, he's had a like. <laughs> he's definitely had a crush on you for the last few years, but you're just See, like the vibe. The vibe I get from Tomic is like the bully that's in the closet that picks on the gay kids because oh. he can't come to terms. Like, oh, I hate that trope. Yeah. That's so gross. I yeah, so oh. I, that's what I that's what I feel like. He's the Tomic is the kind of the kind of guy who if he saw at the Orzov office, he saw somebody getting like flowers <laughs> from from his wife for Valentine's Day, he'd be like gay. Right? <laughs> you know? oh my and then he goes oh, home to his me. boyfriend and you're just like, damn it, Tomic. Come on. That's yeah. Me. That's that's the vibe. I, I like how chat says Tomic will dump you just to have something to talk about at work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you, you know, know what? what? You right. So let's let's swing too. let's swing that needle back in the opposite direction and talk about our sweet Golgari queen, Vraska. Hot, hot, Extremely hot, 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 dream hot, wife. Hot. Yeah. Masood, are Masood and Carlos a no? Masood, Carlos, no. I don't like snakes. I don't know what to tell you. I just I don't like snakes. I don't like them. Masood, wow. beautiful, beautiful, great, like wonderful human being doesn't do anything for me she could put a bonnet on okay every other, like every other she would not queen, but she you wouldn't know. yeah but you, you know wouldn't. you know Vraska would not cover up those snakes for somebody she's like gonna go to sleep she's gonna put a night bonnet on like every other black queen <laughs> oh trust me i know i but i 
I, it, it, snakes are different than curls, okay? They're not the same. <laughs> you have different maintenance for each. I disagree, even though I know you're right. Because <laughs> uh, could yeah. you imagine that shedding? Well, but yeah, that's the thing. Is I would like, still hit it. Do her, and this this is getting into a more complicated thing that, that you would, if you ever asked Vraska, she would just kill you for asking. But like, yeah, do you think that her head tails, as they grow, they shed and they've stopped now? Yeah. Like, are they like fingers or are they like hair and that they will just continue to grow and shed? Because I've never seen, I've never seen a, a Gorgon in magic art with like a massive amount of snakes. Like older right. Gorgons, I think have the same amount snake wise. So I don't think they get any bigger than Vraska's got there. So I don't think they shed any more. Probably when you're a kid, though, you know, as they're growing, they yeah, oh, that'd be so gross. It's, you but that's like that's a long term relationship and... question. So we're, talking we're talking Friday night. Yeah. You yeah. meet her at a bar. I'll be honest. Still no. Okay. Well, all right. Carlos is on the fence on this one. <laughs> I, and I'll give some time to Carlos to think about it because I would be scared and intimidated by the snakes to the point yes. where I was just like inapproachable and therefore not hot. Yeah. You know, fair. Are they snakes or just tentacles? They're they snakes. Like they're the tails they're of snakes. Yeah. So in, in Ravnica, Gorgons, the their hair is instead of being like Medusa where they end with a snake head, her head is the head of many snakes that grow out of the back of her. So my qu- my question, my entire vote hinges on this one thing. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Good. Uh-huh ready can she control the snake yes yes absolutely they're <laughs> nice. they're, nice they're prehensile She's for out. sure That's all I, I mean. never respected you more than i did right now <laughs> <laughs> Good. i'm glad i'm glad that we can all agree on this very important thing that Braska, queen of the golgari is hot if this were about more than pure physical attractiveness she would definitely lose like a full solid point from me for having dated jace Yes. Uh, that what? immediately would would bring her down. I just that's in the past. There's a Is lot of though? complicated. That's at, well, exactly right. Vraska, Vraska, and <gasps> Jace have not reunited. the The thing is in the in the canon, Jace goes to Ixalan and loses his memory, and okay. then he and Vraska fall in love or whatever, oh, yeah. and they're pirates together. Then he recovers mm-hmm. his memory and they break up. And I can only assume they break up because his memory coming back reminds him of what a douchebag he is. Yeah. And then he goes back to being regular Jace, which, you know, I feel like that gives that gives some some points back. But don't worry, Vraska, I don't care about your past, baby. (laughs) Do you believe that Adam just to hurt us is going to make Vraska and Jace get back together this episode? Yeah. So the episode begins and you see Vraska and Jace and they're making out. It's the worst shit ever. More than I'm crying. I'm just (laughs) sobbing. It's the first tears shed on Jace Miller and must die. Everyone Um, on the street is throwing up. All right, so let's goes, let's do yeah. let's do one that I think is going to be a little more complicated. Now we don't we don't know him very well, but it's time to branch out of our human territory. Niv Mazette, okay. hot or All not? Right. What so, kind of dragon? So he's the smartest. Okay. Let me give you the pitch, right? He's the Perun of the Izzet League, which means he is that. tens of thousands of years old, massively influential. <laughs> he's that the helps. smartest. He's the Experience. literally the smartest person in all of Ravnica. Incredibly powerful. Uh, He's been he's been around forever. Lots of relationship experience. Everybody. He is a passionate researcher, a wizard, a scientist. Niv Mazette, super huge dragon. Yeah, that's the other thing is he's also like 60 feet long. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's the only creature in all of Dungeons and Dragons that can cast two spells 
in one turn. So if that's your if that's your fetish, then wow, kind of hot. It is that's pretty the hot. Only, yeah. That's that the only hot. thing you kind of turned it around with. <laughs> wow. Let me let me check okay. because you know dragons. Some dragons can shapeshift. Let me see if if old Niv who, here can ooh. take a human voices, form. Who voices Niv Mazette in the movie? James Earl Jones. Oh, hot. <laughs> or no, James Earl Jones. Mm. But like now, what? like kind of old, gravelly James Earl Jones. Yes, um, still hot. Yeah, he he can indeed cast the polymorph spell, uh, so he can polymorph himself Yo. or you into anything either of you wanted. Don't change yourself, Niv. Uh, <laughs> put me in your giant mouth. You are hot. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna play Dungeons and Dragons today? <laughs> this is it. This is what's happening. I just want to yes. imagine being little spoon <laughs> with Niv is up. That's it. <laughs> He is, he is a gargantuan creature, which I believe means he's five squares by five squares or six squares by six. That's right. He can concentrate on two spells at once. He can concentrate on two spells at once, which means he can he can polymorph you and himself, and you can act out whatever weird fantasies you want. So if you want to be Liliana and you want to have sex with Vraska, but secretly have sex with Niv Mazette, as Vraska, you could do that. That's possible. Anything is possible in Niv Mazette's magical scheme. I can't believe this conversation so, dropped my internet out. <laughs> I will say, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one one down downside of Niv Mazette. He's also the world's biggest steampunk aficionado. So you know you know that his his apartment is just full of miscellaneous gears. Yeah, he he has an Etsy know. store where big, he makes wait, 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 no, we, we talked about personality not being <laughs> yeah. a factor. We, yeah, we discussed this explicitly. Okay. All right, I don't want to know how many fedoras he owns. Let's just <laughs> move on. Right. I don't so, see yeah. on his belt or anything. Yeah, like purely, I want to hear about how many times he's unironically said "milady." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Niv Niv Mazet definitely refers to certain women as "milady." Yeah, Ugh, no, but probably he Asperia. Alive. He was alive for that time. So. That, yeah, you can't hold that against him <laughs> but true. also i'm kind of okay for james earl jones saying milady to me it's, <laughs> it's misgendering but it's also not <laughs> all right so final final votes on on niv mazette uh i'm hot. gonna go ahead and i'm gonna go ahead and say not hot for me uh we got a hot oh, from so you're the tiebreaker oh well yeah. you've made it pretty clear put him put what i have to i have to say i'm a little surprised niv mazette according to according to the cast of jace bellerin must die uh hot hot is <laughs> hot is hot hot excellent all right we got two more uh i know your vote on this one katie may prime speaker vanifar uh she's semi-transparent she oh. is an elf She's got tentacles. She's probably a little bit slimy all over. Prime Speaker Vanifar, hot or not hot? Hot. 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 I also say hot. That is my vote, too. TK, if you call her not hot, I'm going to I don't know. It's it's hard for me to tell because I can't really see her face. Have you ever been? Does she have tattoos on her face? She does, yes. Yeah. Yes, hot. I was going to say, have you ever been sexually attracted to a bowl of jello with, like, a picture of Kate Beckinsale taped to it? Mm. Ooh, Kate Beckinsale mm. for me is a no. Sorry, I know I'm like the only human in the world that feels that way. <laughs> she looks like, but the face know. tattoos. Yeah. I was getting yes, uh, orphan black. Who's who's the? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Black. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. 
Also, oh, she is her, hot. Her collar hot. is a part of her body. Like, yeah, I believe I believe off. that is like a yeah. Dilophosaurus style frill uh, that yeah. comes out of her collarbone. Yeah, I feel like she would. Can you me. believe that Rhode decided to be a jellyfish just because she thought Vanifar was hot? <laughs> I can. Vanifar is pretty close to Yennefer. What's and that? I'm okay What's with that, that? Vanifar? You really like My Chemical Romance? Weird. I just got this My Chemical Romance tattoo. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I also love them. Mm. Uh, it's like you know, I just got it on the inside of my bicep. Well, TK, we know you we work know out. We know you work out, TK. God. My suit, please. It's all I have. Stop treating your body like a vape and impressing us with it. So where do we land on Vanifar? Yes, hot. We got a hot for Vanifar. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think we are in agreement on that one. Uh, cool. All that. right. Finally. And before you even ask, no. The planes, the planeswalker we're probably the most wait, wait, familiar wait, wait. with. We're not going to talk about uh, who, who's the giant sphinx that got turned to stone. Is she no longer? Hey, respect the dead. We don't hot or not the dead. He's an authoritarian Kaladeshi. Uh, he has an extra finger. Wink, wink. He has perfect recall and uh, values nothing more than uh, everything being just so. The embodiment of lawful neutrality. It's Dovin Ban, hot or not. So I know this is going to sound really weird, but I'm getting like some Hellraiser vibes on him. And that makes it You hot. think he has such that marvelous sights to show that, you? That tracks for you. I know. It's the cheekbones. Like he looks, he looks like hooking up with him would kill me emotionally and spiritually. He probably feels like a sack of remote controls. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to describe, if I had to describe the way that I, the, the way that I imagine Dovin Ben has sex, it's efficiently. <laughs> like you know, he schedules. 2.8 minutes ban, for intercourse every yeah. day to maintain Dovin the relationship. Ban, yeah, he looks like embracing him is like holding a skin sack full of battle bots. Yeah. <laughs> looks like um fucking what's his face and Ju was the really bad sci sci-fi no. movie Jupiter yes. Ascending. Oh, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, Eddie does. Redmayne and <laughs> Yes, that's what he looks like or like or yeah. like you know, like honestly, like a I think Hellraiser bad guy. I think that's I'm a like, pretty good casting for Dovin Ban. Eddie Eddie Redmayne, but with it. a ball oh, cap. Oh no, and painted if it's blue. Eddie Redmayne, mm. I don't want it. Um, <laughs> but just based purely on this, I mean, he does have good cheekbones, but he has those weird beady pink eyes. So uh, I know, right? His, he's got nice lips. So he's got big full lips, but like, uh, there his, is something about him cop that eyes. makes me like if he were dressed as Thrawn, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like. You're right. <laughs> I feel okay. like telling a Vidalkin to dress what? up as Grand Admiral Thrawn might be a little bit racist, DK. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He doesn't care either because he's made of paper. So he's just showing off his pinky, right? Because I'm holding yes. this in my hand. Yeah. And I'm like, this is unnatural to hold yeah. something like this. Yeah. Like he's definitely like, hey. There, there, was, definitely, there was definitely a note in the art in instructions for this piece to be like, yeah. make sure we can see his extra finger. Just... Honestly, Make sure it's if, in there. If I had to guess, they drew him normally and then we're like, fuck. This <laughs> yeah, shit, it's Dovin Ban. Give him another finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing off his hand dexterity, and I appreciate that. Yeah. If you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. He also has a really long neck. 
I didn't notice that before, but like, yeah, that's a very, he's got a very long neck. I don't know if that's a Vidalkin thing or if that's just a Dovin band thing, but I think that's an art thing. I'm going to go. That's a, we want to show off this collar thing. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to look a little bit alien too, right? Like he's not even a, a Ravnikan um, Vidalkin. So honestly, yeah, he so. kind of looks like an Andalite too. And the 13 year old is titillated. Yes. Slap a couple of little, like little uh, antennas on top of his head. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a not for me. It's a not for not for Carlos. Yeah, Katie May, not yeah. hot for Dovin Ban. TK, what do you think? Dovin Ban. Uh, it's hot a enough. hot from me because mm-hmm. I love to suffer. Sure, mm. sure, fair. TK Good. loves cops. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Sued, what about you? What do you think? Hot or not? Dovin uh, Ban. May. Not hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to agree. Dovin Ban. Definitely not hot for me. Actually, TK's if like my ass. I swear to God, if like we hooked up and he made me get like a thin blue line sticker or something, <laughs> that's a not hot. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, I don't. Dovin, Dovin Band, like, I don't He's think I like for him. I think a relationship is would purely be based on like practicality. Like, yeah, you, you do it for a reason. Uh, he has a very like Thanos energy to him that I am. There's a, a non-zero. There's a non-zero percent chance that Dovin Band would either form or get attached to like a one of those awful pickup artist groups where he's like, "Yes, there is an efficient no. way to perform romance. These are this. the ways that we do it. Step one: you. introduce yourself to the female. Step two: like you know that that's the other thing is he calls women females. So yeah, just don't let him talk, and it'll be the best two point six minutes of your life. <laughs> I noticed that you there know are some people. 2.6 minutes. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. There are some people in the sport that we didn't do hot or not rankings for. Oh, really? <laughs> where, where, where would, would we, we miss? Hmm. Uh, Whoever maybe could the titular, be? maybe the, maybe the, maybe the primary cast of Jace Bell. I think, cool. it, I think we should, I think we should, we should, I think we should do this. Uh, because I, remember my answers. I think that this is reasonable. Now, remember, we're not talking about whether or not the, the cast themselves are hot, because obviously we all are clearly yeah, we're all tens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, listen up fives now as as yourself, as a person, Five tens are speaking. Let's <laughs> try <laughs> the meter meters count out. We're at 50 out of 50 here. Yeah. <laughs> You got 50 on your face right now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and open your ears, stupid. <laughs> mm. uh, Good stuff. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So, let's start, let's start with Torgor. So, let's, let's see. Torgor, uh, selling points, very tall, strong, sensitive, sensitive minotaur. Um, might have a bit of a wandering eye. You you know you're not going to be Torgor's only uh, only. I'm cool uh, with only that. That's fine. Hang out. Yep. Yep. Um, is this apparently is writing thing, a play, so that's either a good or a bad uh, point for you. <gasps> so, depending. <laughs> Incessantly plays the loot. Yeah, badly. Uh, yeah. Getting yep. better though. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna stop defending. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. So is so is the dude who has the guitar in the quad, but like. <laughs> true. True. Does does Very definitely have Wonderwall vibes. Uh, but uh, yeah, huge gold necklace though. That's also good. So. Oh. Yeah, the bling. Um, yeah. Would probably defend me in this fight, but might also expect me to defend myself. Um, should we like three, two, one, thumbs up, thumbs down? Is that what we should do? I think should that's, do I think that's reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Do you want me to count? Call okay. The problem is yeah, that there's a there's a slight there's a slight Masood delay, can, so Masood this is going to be. I'll count. I'll count. I'll count. Okay. 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 All right. What a bunch of supportive nerds we are. Unanimously <laughs> cited Torgor. Yes, hot. Well, no wonder. I mean, Torgor gets all the attention. The NPCs know that Torgor is hot too. They know. Yeah. They know it. Plus, he's got street cred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted. Uh, he's got the death sentence in twelve systems. He's a soldier. Ain't afraid to stand up for me. All right, Road Medusa. So, uh, high acrobatic skill. Wink, wink. Uh, tentacles might be good, might be bad. I don't know. Very flexible. She's a monk. Always, always make sure that she's the one to turn the lights out, so you don't have to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. Extremely cruel. Disloyal. Um. Mild drinking problem, maybe major drinking problem, depending on your perspective. Doesn't pay for her own drinks. Kind of has like a a, like hot librarian vibe, right? Like does the whole taking off her glasses and shaking her hair like she's in a shampoo commercial thing, and then you're like also like a little she's very mean. Yes, yeah, definite mean girl for sure. Has a weird powder blue apartment. (laughs) Right, is pretending to be be a lawyer, but yeah. yeah, all right. I, I know my answer. I'm I'm ready to vote on on the road. Yeah, you. I'll you, call you, it. You gotta okay. do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already know the direction this is taking, and I hate it, oh, but no. I also love it. No. You might. Oh, no. You might be surprised. Well, I'm mean, gonna. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> this, is like, this is looking like three unanimous pods. I was about to say, not, if we, if we, okay en- if we engineered this bit, the funniest thing to happen would be everyone is hot, then we get to winning her, and we all just. <laughs> No. <laughs> You're all just missing thumbs. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I can't anymore. No <laughs> oh man. Uh, yep. This is and, and this is a future crime we've just committed against Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So oh, selling God, selling points selling points for our little murder hobo, the littlest murder hobo, in fact, uh, a good with a melon baller. Uh, only about knee high, uh, well connected hey. parent wise, uh, yeah. just terrifying, terrifying temper, but probably will do their worst things away from you where you can't see them. Uh, so they're, they're, they're polite that way. Um, probably either totally ride or die or they'll kill you and bury you in a pile of garbage and then burn your house down one or the other. It's a dangerous pick. So voting for tack. Hot or not. All right. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll count it ready? down. Okay. Three, two, one, vote. <laughs> oh, this is delightful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, for a moment? Because, for a moment? Because, like, I've, I, I've never been in I, an alley before. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just, yeah. It's <laughs> the best. I've never been robbed in an alley, and I've never done in an alley, and I think I can check both of those yeah. off at the same time. Yeah, you could get both. Absolutely. Yep. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. I have a thumbs up in a way that, like, I need to make a few bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. I guarantee rounding, you, you are on your way. Rounding out, yeah. rounding out the list. Uh, we have Winnegar. So, hey guys, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what we know about Winnegar: notorious child murderer. Um, cannot uh, keep a friend for more than a session or two. 
uh, obsessed with ornithopters uh, and regularly pretends regularly pretends to be someone else's boyfriend so they can make out with them. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about on the surface. Actually, goes to work. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Has his own apartment, no roommates, and doesn't stay with uh, a parent and didn't have their work pay for it. Yep. Maybe made a robot girlfriend. Maybe made a robot <laughs> girlfriend, but obviously it never got physical. Yes, it happened, Carlos. Did what you did forget you made a robot girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, she made you yeah. sandwiches. It's very sweet. So, or, no, sandwich reminders. Let me point out that from, because as the dungeon master, this is my job. From a statistical point of view, technically, Winnegar is the most charismatic member of the party. Oh, yeah. Highest yeah. charisma stat <laughs> of everyone yeah. in the party. What the Fuck. The most um, mechanically hot of everyone. <laughs> consistently been the one to care the most about other people when they're in his life. Jokes on you guys. Winnegar can't fuck. The so. <laughs> Ken doll. Don't even ask about it. First of all, I think it's sad that you're that narrow-minded about what a human body needs to be sexual. What of a dolkin body needs. <laughs> Oh man. It's uh, true, Your Honor. This man has no dick. <laughs> always keeps an open tab at the dessert place. So. And is also recently getting an edge on him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I do I do kind of like dark right. winnegar is starting to starting to come up. Yeah. I'm ready. All right, count count us in, Carlos. Okay, count, okay. Three, two, one, go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so we're tied. We're tied. And, and I think it's. I think lukewarm is a fitting. It's a fitting uh, degree. I'm gonna award yeah. Winninger the. Mm, no one can decide. Plus, like I like bald guys, so it goes great. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just think almost everybody except nice people are hot. So I don't I don't know if I don't know if people who are watching this know this, but there's actually a section in the Dungeon Master's Guide that says that you have to do this every yeah. 30 or so episodes. You have to go through all the NPCs in your game and decide whether they're hot or not. It's not an optional rule. If you haven't been doing this in your campaigns, you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons wrong. Take it from me. I've read the Dungeon Master's Guide. <laughs> and we're sorry that we got to it so late. You know, we're on episode 40 yeah, now. You know, we should have done it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's you know it's good to to have that finally have that finally sorted out. I feel I feel like relieved. I feel good about that. <laughs> oh man, I forgot he has a podcast. That definitely would have been a knot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he has cards for his podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. We should. We we should definitely do that. So let's yeah let's gathering for some. You know what? There are there are many different ways to play Dungeons and Dragons. The experience is a a myriad of uh, of different ways to express itself. And for us, this this is how that goes. (laughs) So Gary's hot. Don't Gary is hot. There's Uh, there's Gary is not. Gary is hot. Gary is hot. Never mind. There's a question, but not for most of us. Gary's four fifths hot. Yeah, (laughs) by consensus. Yeah. Uh, no, cool. It's too nice. I don't like it. So, uh, as I as I mentioned in the the pre pre show, the the recap music that we'd be playing during the previously on bit would be "Cop Killer" by Ice T because that's what <laughs> happened last time. <laughs> there were uh, there were several Azoria senators who were trying to arrest Rourke for some future crime, uh, and uh, and you interrupted that process and freed Rourke, who is now being taken back to the host in the shell by road. I believe. 
Uh, Tack and Torgor, you stayed behind. Uh, Torgor, as we come back in on the scene, your 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 bonds are kind of like fading as the the cop has run away far enough that you've you've lost her. And Winnegar uh, is uh, is sneaking through the junkyard, I believe. Right, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the plan. All right, cool. So let's let's start with Winnegar and um, with Winnegar and Tack because the two of you are still outside the junkyard fence and. Um, I think that Tack, you stayed behind to keep an eye on, on Torgor. So Torgor, the magic is starting to fade. You can start moving again. You feel the paralysis yep. uh, fading away. So what are the two of you going to do? So I stayed back to keep an eye on Torgor, but also once I found out I couldn't help him and he couldn't move, I just like drew mustaches and stuff on him. Nice. nice. Pretty heckin' great. Um, yep. Now he can move and I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. Yep. Did I make it into the building? Did I make it into Rourke's um, uh, little office. Oh, through his through his like uh, electric fence. Um, yeah. uh, he made an arcana roll. Yeah, the notes that, say yeah. yes. You entered the office. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you are you are in because he's got he's got his it's it's like every every junkyard on TV ever right. It's just like kind of little mountains of is it stuff. It's a steampunk uh, junkyard and it's full of mountains notes- of broken is it stuff and then. There's Rourke's house slash office, this little shack. His yeah, his Airstream trailer. That's right. Cool. The notes also say that you office. found a necklace of fireballs as well. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't... So yeah. yeah. I want to take a, a look around uh the office and see what because I imagine he was interrupted. Um, so maybe he had stuff out or um uh Maybe they're I don't know if they turned his office like if they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you you come in. So we we have you like opening the opening the door and coming into the into the the office. And yeah, I mean, you've been you've been in here a bunch of times, right? Like it it has that distinct a person lives here and there's not a lot of ventilation smell to it. Uh, It is it's. Rourke assured you that there was a system to how it was structured, uh, and there might well be, but to you, because you don't understand that system, it looks like the interior is just total chaos. Um, it looks like Rourke was in the middle of something, his work desk at the back, because he's a bit of a tinker and he like likes to repair stuff. It looks like he's in the middle of a, a project. There's some stuff out on the table. There's a blueprint pinned up on the board, the corkboard in front of him, and he, he was sorting junk into two piles there's a barrel with a bunch of reject stuff in it and then there's another pile with uh still like mostly undamaged components but at a glance it's it's hard to say what yeah what he's working on hmm. um okay uh, yeah i want to go through like the undamaged stuff see if there's anything i can like take with me or something i might find useful yeah um, sure yeah you can make an investigation check The junkyard didn't catch fire, right? Right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if it did, you're in the best neighborhood for spontaneous junkyard fires. The is it have a great fire department? Um, Usually that means they light things on fire, but that's all right. So a 14. Okay. So yeah. What do you, I guess, what do you want to know? You're just looking for valuable stuff. Yeah. Something that I might either valuable or something that I might find useful that I could use in my missions. Okay. Um, One of those two things. Yeah, I think you like he's he's clearly going through and he's not stripping. Uh, he's not stripping things for parts, right? He's not like 
like you you've seen you know what it looks like when uh when you you take something like a broken experiment or a, a piece of tech and they strip out all the misium and they strip out any like other valuable stuff from it and then make a little pile of that it's not that he's not um trying to break this stuff he's looking for components so the things in the in the junk are like disassembled but it looks like he's pulling specific parts out of them uh and so what's on the table are a bunch of more delicate and more expensive components, uh, including a few, uh, a few like museum valves and um, uh, some other pieces like that. And then on the left, on the other side, there is a crate of like maybes, basically that it looks like he's brought in from the. He's going through those. Uh, so, yeah. So those little pieces on their own, like you could you could resell them or you could use them for experiments, but. You, there's another role here if you want to figure out what he was doing. Yeah, I want to try to figure out what he was doing then. Okay, so yeah, yeah. that'll be Arcana. Cool. Ah, there you go. I was like, I hope that three is the second role. Okay, so you get an 18. <laughs> All right, so it looks like the blueprints that he's been given are, if you read the the text on them, they're, they're definitely stolen, uh, first of all. So... Uh, they have they have that watermark on them like eyes only do not remove from archives property of the is it league um they this is a, a a document that has been stolen from the um whatever the pyro pyromancy branch of the is it league is called like the pyrotechnicians union or or whatever um and it's a sub uh like a sub blueprint it's not here's the whole thing it's like project 257-b as part of a larger thing. So it looks like what at a, at a glance, what he's making or trying to make is he's finding the parts for some kind of control valve or um, like a pump mechanism to uh, block and unblock the flow of uh, mana charged fluid. It's some kind of hydraulics project. Um, and it's part of a larger thing. So it's like, he's building a mana pump for a um for another uh, another thing it's going to be installed into a different project when it's done um what would like like how rare or how weird is it to see something like this like what would like an uh someone in the is this league's reaction to that be like whoa this isn't allowed or this is allowed or the like, yeah so so what is or isn't allowed in the in the league is pretty irrelevant like as yeah. long as you don't get the league in trouble or interrupt i mean even in ravnica uh guild profit is the letter of the law like murder is not technically illegal in ravnica because it's not about the value of life or or whatever it's like who who are you costing money like what guild are you offending with your crimes? So in this case, the thing that you'd be taken aback by is the theft from the archive. It says right on it, do not remove from the archives. Uh, yeah. And like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be here. Right. So either somebody, either Rourke found it or somebody stole it and gave it to him or something, but yeah, he shouldn't have it. It shouldn't be here. Cool. I'm going to take those. Um, okay. And then whatever little trinkets I, I can like carry in my pockets. Um, that might be up for resale later. The uh, parts, so. yeah, the parts that he's managed to to scavenge, they're it's a, just a little like a cigar box worth. Oh, okay. so yeah, because basically he's he's taking big machines, breaking them down, digging through them, and then being like, "Boink!" Here's the tiny little piece of plutonium or whatever I need, and put it in the puts it in the bucket. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. you close that little box, tuck it in your bag, and uh, fold up the the blueprints and put those away. 
Uh, underneath, yeah. underneath the blueprints. So on the on the wall, the corkboard in front of him, you you pull it and pull the blueprints down underneath because you just put it up over top of some other stuff. There's some miscellaneous like invoices and like things he needed to remember and contracts and stuff. And down at the bottom, there's a pinned photograph of Rourke and oh. Winnegar and Rourke has his arm around you. And the two of you are like posing and you remember it. It was the day that Rourke got his uh, junkyard dog, his puppy. And so he's got his this puppy under one arm. And the puppy has little spines running down the back of it. And it's like this orange color. And he was so proud of this this dog and the two of you took a photo together uh, on this camera that he had scavenged. Uh, and there's the, the two of you like in this in this picture. Uh, on and the, on I the think um, they're wearing <laughs> they're wearing shirts with arrows. Yeah. And the puppy and and Rourke's have arrows pointing like I'm with stupid. And it's pointing uh, to Winnegar and Winnegar's shirt says oh, it's an arrow pointing up and says, I am stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was so. Funny. And I love, I love the idea that it's like it's you're wearing your normal clothes, but you have a t-shirt on that's too big, and you've just pulled it over your normal clothes, and it just like yeah. comes down to your so knees. Like, yeah, like little bumps and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you've got you're wearing it over your backpack because it's this big moo moo, yeah. and it just says I'm stupid. <laughs> and Rourke, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so you you see that little photo tucked into the corner of the uh, of the board underneath the plans uh, as you pull them down i'm gonna uh pull it down fold yep. it up and like put it inside my my sleeve your gauntlet yeah you tuck it in there yeah. okay cool all right so while you're while you're doing that uh torgor you are you're recovering from from paralysis there is a there's a dead azorius law just laying in the street bleeding um everyone has run they've all fled the neighborhood and there's a destroyed ornithopter and the other cop got away uh tack is there with you it's raining as always. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? What are the two of you doing? Well, uh, I mean, we should leave, right? Tech smacks your face really hard. Oh, I'm already. I'm not. There was no need for that. I literally I just, just. I just want to check and see if it, you know. I was just checking. I was just making sure that you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. I mean, okay. where's Winter? Let's just let's just get out of here. But because. I mean, Oh, Winnegar? Uh, oh, did I see where Winnegar went? Uh, no, and when the chaos started, Winnegar disappeared. Okay. Ugh. I don't know. He's probably dead. No, I mean, knowing him, he probably headed back to the host in the shell anyways. So we should double back anyways and figure out what Rourke, what he was even in trouble for. Oh, did Rourke make it out? And yeah. Tack starts looking around. Yeah, road road has disappeared as well. As the two of you are looking around, you hear uh, you hear in the distance uh, a loud um, like bell sound. You've heard it before. Uh, it is the like air raid siren of the these areas Senate, right? So you hear this bell go off, and then you hear a voice. You hear a voice, and it's broadcasting simultaneously from the entire Ornithopter network in this area. So you hear Dovin Band's voice broadcast over all of these little teeny like speakers and they merge together under the sound of the rain. So everyone in the district can hear it. You hear, um, uh, this precinct is closed under Azorius orders. No one is to leave or enter. Everyone, please stay where you are and await processing. And we see in the sky, all these tiny lights, the ornithopters like put on their spotlights and they start basically just, just, coming forward in a wave and each ornithopter flies down and pins anybody who's still up in the street pins them in a, a spotlight and tells them like 
Please wait here for an arrestor. Uh, you will be processed momentarily. So they've just closed the precinct and are just holding everybody for questioning. Um, uh, the thing is, when you're Dovin Ban, you can hold multiple conversations at once through your drones. And mm-hmm. He also has drone operators and stuff that are harassing people. So they're on their way. Uh, it's it's probably a good time to dip. Yeah, let's we get out of here. gotta go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, man, it's too bad the person who makes us virtually invisible has gone already. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Do I have, I, I believe I still have spell slot, uh, like one spell slot left. Do I have any magic that'll help us? Nope, probably not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, Neat. Bards, uh, not what, known for being quiet and sneaky. Um, What are our options? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, you can... Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's good to think about these things instead of just <laughs> <Neat>. acting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the um, the the district uh, itself or the precinct, uh, they are erecting borders around it, basically saying like nobody uh-huh. leave. The this area is closed. Um, so you can try to escape by way of the street because you know they need to they need to set up a lot of these these barriers. You could try to slip into the uh into the underground, right? You go into the Golgari underground. That might be an option. But, you know, that place is a little tense right now, too. Yeah, it is. Um but if we go into the Golgari underground, we might not get arrested for killing a cop. We right. just get arrested for being Golgari. And that's honestly it's kind of better. Kind definitely better. Yeah. And we don't have any our Azorius Senate member is no longer here, so yeah. yeah, let's let's head underground if need be. I can also. We're in an alleyway. I can, t- right? I can take us to Rick's Mahdi, but you you gotta play it cool, okay? I'm always cool. No, I know, but like, you can't be cooler than me. That's that's the like you know remember what happened with the kerfuffle? Like you're gonna be a big hit, right, and I right. and I don't. I have cred that I can't lose right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like while he is telling Tack all of that, Tack is like trying to pry up like a sewer grate or something. Like, <laughs> like is there, just is really there struggling. like a grate or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did Winnegar hear the air raid sirens? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think muted, but but inside, yeah, Winnegar would have okay. would have heard those as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine that there is there's there's access if you know where to look. There's access points to the Golgari underground everywhere, right? There's cool. that's the whole point of the underground. I just so, want to make sure that I'm not like being presumptuous and just placing one in the middle no, of the street. No, no, okay. yeah, this this would be one of those things where if if we were playing a game that used like story points or something, you, I could be like, yeah, spend one, and then there can be one. But I think it makes logical sense because that's sort of the whole point of the underground is that yeah. you can get there from anywhere and you can get to anywhere from there. So yeah, yeah I think you find you find a great great um maybe it's the it's like one of those delivery doors to a now defunct uh bar or something and so you you pull yeah. it open um how do you how do you recognize the difference between like a manhole and a like an entrance to the underground like is there a i'm thinking about like uh, hobo code is there a golgari like yeah i like to think that's system? where my thieves can't comes in yeah uh-huh. that yeah. makes sense yeah so there's like a you look around and yeah maybe you see like a regular manhole or whatever and you're like nah, nah not that and then you look over and you see the um like a marking on the edge of this little cellar yeah. door yeah, yeah okay. there's probably like a like a we probably have ones for like fences we probably have one for like body shoots. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You don't want this one in processing. This one is for uh, people. This one stuff. is for corpses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So you don't accidentally don't go down the corpse one. You don't yeah. dump a dead body on somebody. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you find a um, you find an exit uh, an exit path out of here. Uh, and while the two of you are climbing down, uh, Winnegar, you you hear the sirens. What are you gonna do? 
Um, uh, <laughs> that's what he does. He goes, oh, no, boy. I'm gonna, uh, so have they surrounded the entire junkyard or are they just in the front, like making their way? Um, so if, if you looked at the precinct from, from above, it would have like the Azorius kind of like command overlay. Like if you're watching it from one of the, the drone operators. So we see the district and it has a, a blue line all the way around it, indicating that it's been shut down. And then we see a grid, a perfect hexagonal grid of uh, interconnected ornithopters. And they're just sweeping the precinct. So we can see this blue cloud kind of spreading out, but they haven't reached the, the junkyard yet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my last uh, spell slot. And uh, cast uh, invisibility. Yep. Uh, uh, hop out the way I came in mm-hmm. and uh, make a run for it. Excellent. Um, I, I think I would start by going back to the front where my friends were uh, mm-hmm. to see if I can see them. Uh, and if I don't, uh, head back um, to hosting the show. Okay, sure. All right, so you you cast invisibility. We see we cut from Winnegar uh, incanting the spell, and and you cast it, and then we cut to outside, and we see the door open, and then we hear the like very obvious foley, like thunk 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 of you walking down the steps, <laughs> and then we see the mud, the footprints in the mud, like so that we know that you know Winnegar is invisible and, and escaping. Yeah, and you don't you don't see Tack and Torgor. They they've slipped into the the underground uh, before. Um, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna head out. Okay. All right, so you're going to head for, and you're just going to use the street and your invisibility and try to keep ahead of the ornithopters. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so you you start heading towards the towards the host uh, road. I think when we cut to you, you are just ahead of the, of the, um, it's not, it's not quarantine. What's it, the, I don't know what they would call it when you Perimeter? like. Perimeter? Perimeter, yeah. Like the, that line, you're ahead of it. So you look behind you and you see these ornithopters. They come flying down and I think that they, they transform. So their wings retract and they, um, they basically become pylons. And then between them, a wall of light springs up and is flickering in this bluish white color. And they literally like block off the road with these, uh, these ornithopter uh, posts, but you're just on the other side of it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I think the word I was looking for was blockade, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're outside uh, the blockade. You've, you've slipped out, but you don't know where your friends are. You've got this very heavy, like junk merchant, uh, who is unconscious that you're, you're, you're dragging. He's unconscious. Uh, yeah. Cause he was, wasn't he knocked out? No, he was paralyzed, right? So. Yeah. No. Cause I was going to say, you... he still had his handcuffs on. Yes. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's not saying anything. I think he's just like panicked and he's, he's a dead weight in that regard. But yeah, I think, uh, he, he just looks at you like, but he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. We're just going to get you to safety and then we're going to go from there, bud. But for now, be quiet. And I'm just pushing him to the host in the show. Okay. Yeah. So you just, you just leave. So, uh, how are you going to get him there? Cause the host is pretty far away. Normally you could just take the train, but he's got handcuffs on. So. Do you have pass without a trace up? How, how far away am I? Uh, if you, if you take the train, um, you know, you're maybe like a 20 minute ride from, from here. And if I walk, if you walk <laughs> probably like two hours, uh, it's a, it's a long way. 
Yeah. Ugh. You know, a two-hour walk never hurt anybody, but I'm worried that if I'm gone for two hours, everyone else is going to have do some interesting things that I'm worried about. <laughs> well, and um, if, if they're looking for Rourke, then, uh, and they don't find yeah. him in that precinct, they'll expand the search, right? They'll go out looking for him. Okay, well, I have a somewhat Azorius background, and by that I mean a definite Azorius background. <laughs> um, when it comes to these handcuffs, what do I know about getting them off? I'm a legal aide in pretend. I can take off handcuffs. Um, I went through cop training. I went I went through cop training. I, I, yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah. So ge- generally the acceptable way to get a pair of handcuffs off is with a key. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean they're they're shackles, right? They're they're metal uh metal rings bound together. Uh, and I think they they're just like his hands are locked together. There's no chain between them. Um so he's got his hands kind of like locked like this and you know awkwardly in front of him. Uh and yeah, there's a there's a a, a lock you'd be put a key in and twist it. You might be able to like pick the lock or not you, but you know Tack probably could try to pick the lock. Um you could Tech maybe goodness. try to like karate chop them really hard and break them open, but you might also break both of Rourke's wrists. I do have thief's tools now. Okay, yeah. I, I, I am. Can Th- that's I, can true. I yeah, you do. You do have the skill now. You, and do you have thief's yes. tools on you? I do. Okay, sure. You got them tucked into your into your power suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just a lapel pocket, just like. Oh, just, all right. She has them disguised as a manicure kit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. That's really oh, that's so good. I like that. Thank all right, you. here we go. Okay, right, so you want to try to pick the pick the locks? Yes, and I got a twenty-three. Not bad. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're in an alley, and uh, you can hear the sound of the the bells going off, and uh, yeah, Rourke just kind of like does what you say, or he just puts his hands out, and you get the lock picks come in. And, after a couple of minutes, you manage to get the catch the mechanism and the shackles pop open and fall off. Uh, and we uh, used to have a hazing game where we would uh, get really drunk and then it would be whoever could get out of the handcuffs first would win. I always won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. I like, is yeah. And, and as work it. as work does the contractually obligated rub your wrists after you get the handcuffs taken off thing. Yeah, he, he looks at you kind of like. And he shakes his head and, and he, he says, uh, you can see him like decide not to ask any questions where he's about to be like, ah, all right, whatever. I'll just do whatever you say. I don't have a choice. Um, and then, yeah. And then the two of you, do you want to just leave the handcuffs laying on the ground or you take them with you? I pocket them. Yeah, okay. um, and then I think I'll pass without a traces and take the train. Okay, cool. All right. So the two of you disappear, head off for the, uh, for the train. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Winnegar, you are invisible. So let's have you let's have you make a make a stealth roll with advantage, just to avoid being being spotted. Ooh, not Ooh. not great. Not, not great. great. Okay. Ten and a six. Okay. Yeah, it's like are those ornithopters heat seeking? Right. <laughs> Predator style. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's see if you get if you get spotted. Uh so they have disadvantage, but uh so nineteen. Oh. I got a nineteen. So yeah, definitely at one point. So we when we cut back, we cut back to a supposedly like a seemingly empty alley, and then we hear the like splashing sounds of footprints in a puddle, and we see, you know, Winnegar moving invisibly through the Jumping in puddles. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, you you come to a street which is clear, right? And there's 
because you know this is the the stealth sequence, right? So we see you start to go out into the street and you pull back as the ornithopter goes by, uh, and then you look, and I think when you try to go and run across the street, uh, the ornithopter turns back around and the headlight from the front of it drops on you, spotlights on you, and you see the invisibility spell like start to fade, right? You see yourself appearing pinned in the spotlight and you hear, uh, you hear a voice, an artificial sounding voice come from the ornithopter that says, stop right there. What do you do? Uh, (laughs) I would go, oh man, this was the best puddle in the entire, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh i'm gonna quickly oh my god guys if i get into a fight i'm like i'm gonna die I'm using <laughs> great all my spell slots um i'm gonna dimension door 500 oh. feet ahead or in back or wherever i can escape basically yeah so um, just just like jump out of its spotlight and then run for yeah. it yeah yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. So yeah, the dimension door allows you to uh, to escape. So you start casting a spell, and the ornithopter says, "Stop that unauthorized spell casting!" And then you <laughs> you finish the spell. You whoop, disappear. Uh, you hear it say, "Target lost." Searching, and it starts whoop, whoop, like looking around for you. You run for it. Make a uh, make an athletics check, uh, and then I will I will make a. Check. When I think so of athletics, I... I think of Winnegar. You Winnegar, got this, yeah. buddy. Come on, my boy. Come on. Okay. So I believe you. you can do it. Track and field. Hey, 13. 13. Yeah. That's so okay. <laughs> so you, 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 you don't have to run very fast when you're a flying camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, you run for it. You get around a corner. You're running down the alleys. You run past some garbage. You run past the obligatory like hobo in the pile of garbage. He's like, and watches you run by (laughs) and then you bang up against that most impassable of barriers a chain link fence fence. yeah it's a double double tall Mm. chain link fence at the end of an alley there is a door which of course you or a a door a doorway in the chain you of course you pull on it it rattles there's a lock and the ornithopter like comes sweeping around the corner it's at the other end of the alley again it says stop right there and starts coming towards you what are you gonna Purple do? rain plays in the background. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's raining all the time, so yeah, very, um, very, very good. Oh god, you're in a Michael Jackson video. What do you do? <laughs> um, so I could see it coming around the corner, or is it already? Yeah, well, dark? you're you're at the end of the hall, at uh, the end of the alley, and you see it come around the alley, and it's maybe like uh, eighty feet ahead of you, coming towards you. Um, and you're you're pinned in the spotlight like that that one X Men cover where they have the wanted poster. So you're this I, big bottle of light and then darkness around you. I'm not picturing this in the way that you're describing it. I'm picturing it in the way that Torgor will inevitably make their musical <laughs> number about it. <laughs> I 100% see this as a as a like a Queen or a Michael Jackson video yeah. where he like throws his hand against the chain link fence. He like beats his fist against the yeah. fence in the time. And he's wearing fingerless gloves and a leather yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On one fingerless glove. <laughs> he's got like a feather earring. I like this yeah. cool. George Michael version of uh, of Winninger. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> um, do I have time to drop the plans? 
uh, that I stole. Yeah, like throw them, throw them into into the like the garbage or something. Yeah, or under the garbage, or right, like hide them so you can come back. Yeah, yeah, basically that. Yeah, sure. Because uh, Rourke just possibly could have gone to jail for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they arrested Rourke for something, and Winnegar doesn't know this. They arrested Rourke for something that he hasn't done yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But for you, the assumption is like he stole something from the Izzet. They reported stole him, this. and yeah, that might be yeah. why. Yeah, okay. But yeah, the I, I assume that the the like cigar box of parts and the the plans the plans are in the box, and the box is closed yeah. with like a rubber band, so yeah. you can just like shove it under a pile of trash before the thing comes around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, it's classic '80s movie gambit that like hide the yeah. secret thing where no one will find it. So you, yeah, the, the ornithopter comes around the corner and flies towards you and, and pins you in the, in the spotlight, uh, and says, um, uh, citizen, you are under arrest for attempting to evade being under arrest. <laughs> Follow this ornithopter and you will be in, uh, you'll be intercepted by law mages. Do not attempt to escape. And it, it basically like you see running lights appear like this way to justice. Boop. As it projects oh like God. a blue line on the ground for you to follow, oh, a thin blue line for you to follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, what do I do, guys? I mean, Dovin Band's your best bud, right? So if you end up yeah, back in jail, yeah, your dad. Just go yeah, tell your daddy okay. you're yeah. sorry. I guess you do so, have yeah. time to go see Daddy Dovin. Well, you, I'm you also, sorry, Daddy. As like, uh, <laughs> I was looking at like uh-huh. Demir spells because you are Demir uh, now. Like you can yeah, do you code have thoughts. Spells? So you could like read what's on the plans and then like pull the idea from your threat from your head. So you like you no longer know what it is and then yeah. hide that and then destroy the plan. So then you're like good in case you ever get interrogated. Put it in a Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. So um it's it's the plausible deniability spell, right? Where like a Manchurian candidate of the Demir will have their memories and thoughts just pulled out into a physical form and then they don't remember anything they did and they just send them back to go and collect more information. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you don't really have time for all that business yeah, right I'm now. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna follow. I'm gonna be like, yeah. ah, crap. And it's like, yeah. So you jump on every puddle. I'm angry jump <laughs> <on> every puddle. <laughs> this will teach you. Your petulance has been noted, citizen. Uh, and so yeah, you you walk off with the with the ornithopter, and um, we stay we stay in the alley. Because you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw me a softball, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it as hard yeah. as I can. So we stay in the alley Oof. and we see. Remember that that hobo that we saw you run past? We see him come over. And he's got his big his big '80s movie hobo coat and his plastic shoes. Uh, and he comes over and he's like, "Hmm, what's?" And he leans down and goes through the garbage. And we see him take out the cigar box and like rattle it and look at it like, "Hmm," and then tuck it into his into his coat and like waddle away. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and so we see he's going to be in a tuxedo with a top hat and a cigar, (laughs) (laughs) but still a big, big, like scraggly beard. And like, yeah, change the timeline. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. So we'll we'll go to we'll go to break on that scene of the uh, the guildless, the guildless hobo slipping away with your your box of plans and parts. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll find out if Torgor and Tack manage to evade the the long arm of the law when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Ooh. 